Stacey, here we are. Here we are. How are you? 74, Michael. Woohoo. 74. Wow. 74. So I say wow every time because I don't really know what else to say before an episode <laughs> number. But I sort of feel like wow is really appropriate just because I never thought we'd get this far. And I say that basically every time we open up a show. So I'm going to try to get new material. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm going on record right now. You're never going to hear me say from this point on, wow, going wow. forward. Okay? Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> cool. So seven and four is 11. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is actually remarkable. What does le- 11 have to do with our podcast, more specifically me? Oh, God. Now, oh, if God. you're truly my friend, if oh, you listen to anything I've said, if you somewhat remarkably, considerably, half-heartedly know me at all, you'll know what the number 11 means to me. Oh, when you say it, I'm going to feel so I can't. I don't know. You know what if my I memory? T- what if I told you, here's a little better way of me to say it. At the age of 11, what happened to me? What did I watch on television? You watched Rocky on television. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, of course it's that. I don't know if it's something else in your That's way too simple of an answer, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What's that old saying? Occam's razor? Uh, no, yes. Yeah, yes. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. The most obvious has to be true. Right. I think right, that, right. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Yes. I'm really I'm pulling a Mike Tyson right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm using words I don't exactly know. Well, basically, it's all skullduggery here, Stacey. I don't know what's going on. Um, hey, I love him. Stop. I love Tyson. Are you kidding me? I think Mike Tyson watches this. I don't know. Uh, no, I was I, like, I, what? Yeah, no, Tyson Tyson was quite amazing. Listen, we really there's I want to start this off. We were going to talk about something else, but I want to I want to get right into this. Uh as Stacy and I were prepping for this, we just saw on the Sly Stallone shop, they yes. just released this. Would you put that picture up and leave it up cuz I want to read off what you get with it. Now, look yeah. at this people, okay? Uh this is the Rocky action figure that my good friend, John Rivley, our good friend, John mm-hmm. Rivley, has had a major hand in creating. Like, yeah. seriously, this is maybe one of the best. This might be the best representation of the Rocky character. Now, uh, let me tell you guys, it's on pre-order right now. I just pre-ordered mine, but it's not going to ship until January of 24. Uh, you know, they got to they gotta build it up. But here's what you get. You get three lifelike hand-painted head sculpts you get the of course the body eight interchangeable hands the black jacket with working pockets gray sweatshirt pair of pants the brown boots they are brown boots you get an extra navy blue hat you get the ball you get uh notes uh, the notepad a pencil you get the luxury diorama stand which is magnetic you get butkus and the turtle pool with a uh, cuff and link. Oh my God. I love that. Now you see what the interesting thing is about this. Uh, if, you, if you look at the, the head sculpt at the bottom of the picture with mm-hmm. no hat on, mm-hmm. that is taken when Rocky is sitting in the chair in Jurgen's office. Yes. That's mm-hmm. what that head sculpt is. Yep. And I can tell you 
John Rivoli, without John Rivoli, and and this guys, this is not for me to to kiss up to John. This mm-hmm. is this is an honest to God. I know what was going on behind this story a little bit here, and if it wasn't for John Rivoli's artistic eye, John's view mm-hmm. just enhanced this every which way is possible look at that face of rocky Uh, the only face that i've seen that's equal to that is the rocky two statue with butkus um that's that's the blitzway i've never seen anything quite as good as this what what do you think about this Dace? well i've said many times and i've said it to john he just he captures rocky's face sly's face the best because it's like there's a lot of beautiful art out there and but there's just something about the expression. He captures it a little more precisely. And yeah. so, and that's what I love about this. And, and I know he's worked really hard with uh, everyone over at Sly Stallone Chop to, to bring make this these, to yeah, to make these statues look, or these action pictures look as real as possible. Well, you look at that jacket. He's got the pleat on the shoulder that goes from the mm-hmm. shoulder uh, across the shoulder, which is very odd. You don't see jackets like that. And mm-hmm. the collar's got the, sh- triple stitching around it yeah and if i'm just telling you guys if you guys are real ultimate rocky fans this is a collection a collectible you have got to have and it's it's one sixth scale so Mm -hmm. that's pretty big one sixth scale one sixth yes oh that is because isn't it usually one sixteenth yes usually okay something like that something like that so I, I don't know exactly what one sixth is, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's somewhere around 12 inches. Okay. Wow. That is nice. That's a pretty good size. Cool. And there we are back again. Back again. <laughs> I was very, very excited to see that. Very excited <laughs> to see that. Hey, listen, before we start to interview anybody, are we interviewing people today? We are. We are. Yeah, oh, we are. Are they here yet? He is here. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, we're going to have him wait just one second. I'm okay. going to have I'm going to have you introduce him. But I do want to say one thing. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to you're going to do more of the talking uh, because I, I, I hog up the, the talking too much here. So what is what is May? What is so, it in the Rocky yeah. World? <laughs> so we've been doing our themes and we, we were knocking around a bunch of ideas. And so that's why we opened the way we did, because we are calling May Rocky Memorabilia May. And our guest who's coming on uh, is a perfect opener for that. <laughs> so, really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of cool stuff lined up for us. He sent me a bunch of pictures. And then I wanted to uh, show you some of my favorite things, of course. What, what do you and- got? I, I mean, I love all the t-shirts and all the stuff that you can get, but for me, it's all about the originals, anything original or anything off the set or something like that. So of course the, this piece from the board, right? All right, right, right. And the displays that people are creating, right? I know, so, right? So I haven't gotten it all together yet, but I have, th- this is like metal. It's a metal piece of art, the poster. I'm going to get one of those shadow boxes. And I think Tony D might even send me a little piece of brick because he's been collecting brick pieces as the construction's right. happening. So I'm like, yeah. yay, I love you, Tony D. So um, so I'm going to do a shadow box with that and this right. and get that all together because that that's very special because that's like legit all the way from 75. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other two things are from you, Michael, my teacup, my Adrian's teacup. They're from me? They are. I don't know. Maybe it was the other Mike Kunda that I know. <laughs> well, they're... There better not be too many kundas out there because the world can't handle two of us. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> in the plate. 
from the wall. Oh, yes. In from his the apartment. first apartment. Yes, yep. that's right. So that's right. I love that stuff. I love stuff that's the, you know, was really there. And I will revisit the red lamp that hangs over the turtles. If anyone okay. ever sees that red lamp, yeah, send it yeah, my yeah. way. I, I want to hang it right over my head here. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I would love that, that. That would be incredible. I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm going to send you a video. Maybe you yeah. can put it in right here. Here. <laughs> Mike Kunda's collection that we've all seen a thousand times. Take one. This red phone actually was used during filming in Balboa. When Rocky walks up the steps of Adrian's kitchen, the phone rings and of course Rocky answers it. And what a lot of people don't know is that was his son Rocky Jr. canceling plans for him to come see him for dinner. This green bench, a beautiful gift from my friends at the Victor Cafe. That's right, it was used in this scene right here. You can see it in the background in the trophy room. The giant piece of red board that held Mickey's poster on it, right here. Here we go, look close. And there's only 10 of these. The Adrian sign I have hanging in my room here. There are only two. One here and one in the Victor Cafe, made by a guy who took my tour who is an old world wood worker. Say that 300 times fast. Yo, who keeps ringing that bell? <laughs> Lipton iced tea from back in, well, I think the early 2000s, right? My good friend Charlie bought me this as a, uh, a thank you. Um... This is a prop used in Rocky Balboa that was right above this very seat that we see in the movie. Not everybody's got one of these. The part of the tree Rocky put his chair in in Rocky Balboa. Yep, that's a fact. 1985, the Rocky Four boots. Y'all want to play Monopoly? Get out of here, Rocky Four board game. You know what? I think it's time to end this show. Wow, that wow. was a great video, Stacy. Awesome. My editing <laughs> skills are incredible. How about that? Wow. Loved it. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Well, listen, who are we talking to today? And why are they doing our show? Are they Rocky fans? Who is this person? Uh, yet another amazing tour. Again, you mm. find some of the coolest, coolest people. This gentleman, Mike Dels, he has his own podcast. And ah. that's called Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. He's a massive Rocky fan. He has he a is. lot of fun stuff to show us. And Mike, you went on and on about how much fun he is. So let's just bring him in. Mike, here he is. Boom. <laughs> what do That's you got right. on? How you doing? There he is. How you doing? I'm wearing the colors from the uh, Apollo first fight. These colors is very special to me. You know what I'm saying? I now, see. is that your mask or do you have to wash that and give it back to someone before you... Uh... Uh, you, you know, if I got to give it to somebody, I'm going to wash it. But no, that's mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wore something like this when I took your tour. So yeah, right, right, right. I wanted to uh, I'll start with that, but I'll take that off. But I still got the hat on. You know, I, I got pretty much the same clothes I had on when I took your tour in December. Now, these have been washed since December, but <laughs> I was uh, just wondering. You know, I, right. I like to keep it clean, but there, there's still holes in it. You know, I still got the Italian stallion rocking on the back. So that's how I roll. There uh, it is. There we are. 
Look at those almost handsome guys. Well, you're definitely <laughs> handsome. I have some facial tics going on here. I don't know what's wrong with me. I must have been, oh, I know what happened. That's the day I was kicked in the head by a donkey. Uh, Oh, that's what, okay. You didn't let me know about that yeah, one. I didn't I, know about that. But, I have a lot, uh, you irregular. still gave a great tour, though. I'll tell you that. Thank much you. Right Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Really. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. We got the same name. You know, well, kind of the same. I'm not a Kundo, but I'm a, I'm a Mike. So, you know, that kind of happens. And Stacy just, uh, you know, we just knocked this out and, uh, and really quickly as Real far quick. as this interview process. And she yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you, you're good to go, you know. Yeah, totally. So. This totally. is great. I'm, I appreciate this, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, did your is your mom and dad are they still around? Yes, they are. Yes, okay. they are living in Baltimore, Maryland, about ten minutes away from where I live. So my father told me one of the worst things they could have done was to name me Michael after my father. He said Michaels are notorious for being bastards, not listening to the parents, <laughs> causing wow. problems. And my mother, quite honestly, was uh, at any given point for the first nine years of my life, she was going to give me up to the gypsies. They used <laughs> to go around the neighborhood. Yeah, when I was getting out of line. Stacy, I think I talked about this at one point. My, uh, I used to go to my grandmother's and the gypsies would come around. And my mother would say, anyone named Michael is going out that door with the gypsies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my mother was, she was tough. I mean, she never needed to hit me. She it was just the threat of being given up. Yeah. <laughs> And put to work in the in the field and working in the warehouses where these gypsies supposedly and there were no gypsies. There was just a guy going around with stuff he made. They, today he would be called a flea market goer. Okay, that was it. But did your parents ever say anything to you like that? That like they wish they never named you Mike. You know, this is the first time I've ever heard anything like that from either you or my parents. So this is all <laughs> this is all news to me. But I, I a, a quick short story how Go I ahead. got my name, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, I got my name from the priest who baptized me, actually. Oh, um, so and his last name was Roach, R-O-A-C-H. So mm -hmm. instead of naming me Roach, which is not great, right. um, they named me Mike or Michael. So uh, that's where that came from. Nice. nice. I like that story. <laughs> That's a I, little no no gypsies, you know, no no, uh, no violence as far as I know, but you know, gotcha. I was introduced a little bit later on by my dad by Rocky and you know, a little bit later on. You we'll talk about that when you it's one of your questions of substantive questions Absolutely. that you asked and I was like, you know, I'll tell you about that too if you want. I'm looking forward to that. Now, I want to ask you something. Oddly, I just ordered it this morning for $10 on eBay. Behind you on the door is the Mighty Mix laundry bag. It's in the shape of a 40-ounce punching bag. That's I right. love that. I love that. Just it's a, when did it's you It's fantastic. The shape of the 40-ounce bag, and it's yeah. also like the bag you hang on the wall at Mick's Gym. You know, you know, yeah. take the bag and hang it. You know, Mickey tells me what to do. I got to do it, right? I love um, that. I love that's, it. That was a gift from my friend Jason, who's uh, big on my podcast, big wrestling fan. But uh, he knew I was okay. a big rock, Rocky fan, knew I took the tour. And he brought that to me. I'm like, yeah, I can do a lot of things with that. Nice. And nice. I wanted to make sure it was right there, front and present, <laughs> for this podcast. I and love you it. You know what I mean? First thing I noticed was that. Now, you do have a pair of your dirty underwear hanging on the doorknob. What is that there? Wait a minute. What are you talking about? <laughs> what am I looking at? What is what that? What are you looking at? The dirty <laughs> on that doorknob right under Mick's bag? Yeah, what is that? No, nah, man, that's that's lanyards. That's a lot of lanyards oh. that I collect from different places and credentials and things oh, like that. Cool. The top part you might see might look like a pair of undies. It's not. Okay. It's, it's actually a, a mask that says E-Canada. E-H Canada. It's a sleeping mask that I got in Canada. 
I love that. That's awesome. Nothing says sleep like a dark room. I mean, that <laughs> darkness is where it's at, man. It's some pretty good light coming in here right now, but I feel you. You know, uh, dark rooms you. put some uh, put some curtains on the uh, even uh, black uh, things on the curtains like Elvis used to do. Exactly. And I'm all about that. Give me some sleep. Yeah, seriously. My God. So what is it about this character of Rocky? Mm. Why do you love Rocky? Why are you such an incredible fan? And uh, just ever since the introduction, which I mentioned, so I'll tell you, you know, my dad, um, he shopping malls. Remember those? They used to have movie mm. theaters attached to them. And uh, we came in to uh, see a movie. We weren't sure which one we were going to see yet. And we had noticed that we were there right around Rocky Four. So this is right around 1985. And um, we were 10 minutes late or 10 or 15 minutes late. So we didn't buy a ticket. In the front, like we should have. Now, you know, nobody's going to come after us. This mall is long gone. But um, we snuck in the back door, like the uh, the, the fire exit that didn't go off. And right, right. we started watching right at uh, Apollo versus um, Drago. Okay. And got to see the whole fanfare, the whole musical number, which kind of started another line of things for me as far as entertainment goes. But I was like, man, didn't this movie, I'm thinking to my dad, I'm eight years old now. It's like, didn't, seven or eight years old, didn't this movie just start? Why is this guy dying? What the, what is this? And then we didn't get into Rocky until a little bit later on in the movie, of course. But I'm like, man, I got to watch this whole movie when it comes out on VHS and rent mm -hmm. it and whatever. And then I got to figure out what the rest of them are. So I went backwards. I went Rocky four, Rocky three, since I'm a wrestling fan, got to watch the, uh, yeah. Thunder Lips and Mr. T and all that kind of stuff. Hulk Hogan. Then sure. I went back to two, back to one. And then I started going forward from there, 1990, Rocky five and everything. So it's just from the very beginning, I was a kid who was not the most popular kid in school, not the best athlete, you know, but I, I had things that I was good at and I enjoyed, but I always felt like this could be a one in a million shot. That's on the poster I sent you. That's the very poster I've yeah. been dragging around for 35, yes. 40 years. And I felt really close to that. And I'm like, this guy's an underdog, always an underdog. But yeah. he always seems to come out on top, no matter what he does, whether he wins, whether he loses, whether he ties, somehow he comes out yeah. on top and he knows a way to a victory story. So that's me. That's, that's me in a nutshell. I love that. Nice. Now what you Go ahead, Stace. And I was going to just show the picture he sent me that you've had yeah. that since you were since you were twenty one. You said roughly twenty one years old when I yeah. moved out of my parents' house. Uh, I still had that at my parents' house, but I took it with me. I framed it, and that's that. That poster came from uh, Sam Goody video. Uh, you know, whatever that was, a long time oh, ago. Yeah, Sam Goody, Goody had a poster wow. section. That's yeah. a throwback. Yeah, yeah, and I had that now. And Mike, you're responsible for what's above that because we had a conversation on the tour and you were telling me about where I can get the ring magazine belt. And I saw a couple of them, you know, a couple of things that you had told me. And I was like, yeah, you know yeah. what? I got to jump on this right now because this is one of the things I should have had a long time ago. But now I got it. And I want, I want to ask you something about that belt because this is very interesting to me. Um, you chose the belt that is not movie accurate. You're what, right. What went into your decision on that? I, I had I had two choices. So I looked at the, the other black and white pictures and I looked at the names yeah. and I looked up the history yeah. of the people on the belt. Okay. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know much history about these people. On the, so I didn't want to do a disgrace to be that guy that's like, oh, I hang the belt. And then it's it's because I like the middle part, but I don't know about the rest of it. Okay. So the second part is I know the history of all four of those people that are on that picture sure. on the belt. The only thing that I really have a problem with is Drago is on that belt and Drago never held that belt. 
Right, right. Uh, uh, Mr. T, Clubber Lang, he did. Apollo, he did. And Rocky, he did. Tommy Gunn should be on that belt. Tommy Gunn should be on there instead of Ivan Drago. You're absolutely right. Well, you can make that happen, though. Because and I have, the, you, I'm sure there's you a plate put, out there for yeah, me. Yeah, you can. You could just get a picture of Tommy Gunn and somewhat you could do a little magic on the computer and make a blue background and you could slip Tommy Gunn's paint a picture in there. Now, if anyone is wondering, Mike, how could you what's wrong with that belt? The belt looks great to me. Well, to the trained, untrained eye, it looks great, obviously. And you know, as Mike said, he's he did this. There was a purpose why he right. chose that. There's and an I, absolute purpose. I genuinely respect that. But in the movie, we had four boxers on there. And I'm I'm looking at it now. It's uh, Cinderella Man. Who was Cinderella Man? Um, uh, Russell Crowe did Russell the movie. Crow. Russell Crowe did the movie about the real guy, Cinderella Man. The right. name's escaping me. So that's the guy on the right. Then you got George Foreman. Then you got Sullivan, John L. Sullivan. Then you got um, uh, Floyd Patterson. So I, I pretty much I do kind of know about these guys a little bit, but that was the movie version that we got. They brought in actual fighters from the real world like they did with Rocky Marciano, Mike Tyson. And, right. well, Antonio Tarver was not a real fighter in the movie. He was Mason Dixon, but he is a real heavyweight champion. Anyways, right. uh, for the longest time, it used to irk me why a fan would want a non replica belt to the movie. And you just made it okay in my brain why fans would do that. I like your rationalization for that. And many continued good years of staring at that thing on the wall. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yep. That was my rationalization. Absolutely. And uh, the Ivan Drago, Tommy Gunn thing has not surpassed me either. So that's right. happening. That's yeah. absolutely happening. Yeah. No, I, I could tell you're a very serious fan when it comes to these things. <laughs> no, I, yeah. can't tell. I, I love that. I, I love that. So of all the Rockies, what one, if you had a gun to your head, is your favorite? Is that possible to have a favorite? Yeah, yeah. I know we've had this conversation on my podcast and in your tour van, too. So I was prepared for this. <laughs> um, so at first I was going to say, you know, because of my dad and the first introduction of Rocky Four, But I know we, we talked about Rocky Four, and sure. we won't get into your because I know where we're going to go with that. So No, but mine is better, though. I'm better Yours with Rocky better. Four. I, I understand. The director's cut has helped me and and the one spinoff sequel to Ro the Rocky series with the two Dragos. Wait, here I am with the two Dragos that helped me appreciate Rocky for far more. So Good. what's your what's your favorite? OK, so it's it's a toss up between Rocky and Rocky Balboa. Um, oh, Rocky Balboa was, uh, you know, in, at the time of my life when I was, you know, coming, coming up in, uh, as far as getting engaged and getting married for the first time and moving out of, moving out of my, you know, parents' house and things like that. Yeah. And that really kind of now Rocky is in a, a later stage in life, but he's still fighting. He still wants to fight and he comes up with all these classic quotes and he has this, you know, the story that just comes back after 16 years or whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, I, I love this, but yeah. then going back and watching the original Rocky. And then of course, after taking your tour, I mean, that's, that's a hundred times higher on my list now, just going to all those original spots and just walking away at the fence, the long shot with the ball in his hand after he said, I should have broke your thumbs. And then oh, he yeah. just all this stuff that's going through his mind. And I'm just like, yes, do you want to fight Apollo Creed for the heavyweight championship? He says, no. 
And he's got reasons why he said no. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just this. So it just hits me. All of it hits me. So and okay. So when he's in the arena and he's looking at the pictures and he said, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm wearing the different trunks." And you know, I'm like, you know what? That's something I would say. Right. Uh, I I would look at that detail and I'll be yeah. so. I'm like, this is really where it hits home for me. So those two. Wow. Stacy, isn't that amazing? You could just feel this passion for. This yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to talk up and hog up the mic, you know. I'm talking, but that this is what I do, you know. No, no, this is great. We got to do this more again. Keep having me on. Keep bringing me back. If you we would love to do that, we absolutely. My God, are you kidding me? That I'm sending people to your tour. I'm sending people to your podcast, your Instagram, your Facebook, everything. I love it. So yeah, let's keep doing it. But we're, we'll keep going now. Keep asking questions. I'm ready. All right. So in a knockout speed round, who wins, Drago or Clubber Lang? Drago. In their prime, Apollo Creed, Clubber Lang. Apollo Creed. In their prime, Antonio Tarver, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. Lang. Nice. Nice. I think Clubber Lang. He's just a stupid fool. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give the suck of those that. You give him guts. I told you I wasn't going away. I think Clubber Lang was almost a prototype for Mike Tyson in a way. Yeah. I can see that. He just the way he was just I mean, Tyson is superior to Clubber Lang in, in all ways. But I'm just saying there was just this anger and animal fighting this to him. In yeah, the arena. The was quick just knockout ab- and yeah. the low gas tank. All exactly. Yeah. Yeah, really. It's, it, that's absolutely incredible. It really is. That's not they, a knock to Clubber, but I mean, you know, no, 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 no. By Apollo and, and within three rounds, he was beat. He knew, he knew how to beat him. So he I never had order- to go that distance. And that's what Mike Tyson did at the beginning when he was knocking people out in 90 seconds. Oh my he God, never had yeah. to go those distances. So I, I love Clubber Lang. He's he's one of my he, he might even be my favorite villain you he know mine, I, yeah. I just ordered a bunch of clever lang stuff and i i love it i really really do but i also genuinely love mr t i yes. i i was watching about i don't know three four weeks ago i was watching a montage of all these old anti-drug commercials he used to do Aww. and uh hey fool get off the drugs he did this whole thing. I was posting a bunch of stuff, but I just love T's message in general. And yeah. then, of course, he went away for a long time. He had mm-hmm. he had done um, he did a fix it show on one of the home channels. Right. I don't know, fixed it, fix it, fool or something. It was fix it with the tool. <laughs> or, I can see that. Yeah, something like that. It didn't go very well. And then he did Dancing with the Stars. And I know he was a little arthritic and he wasn't moving, but just to see. Mr. T back in the limelight. Yes. Was so wonderful for me. It took me right back to the early 80s when when he, Stallone brought him on for Clever Lang. I, just, yeah. I love that. I uh and I of course WrestleMania won with him and him and Hulk Hogan tagging up against Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff 1985 again. And then uh, I actually got to see Mr. T inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. With, what was uh, that like? Tell us about oh, that. Wow. I was a fan. I was so much fun. And, you know, and a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of the people that were actually there, I don't know if they have the history of wrestling and, and boxing and Rocky that I do or whatever it is, but I loved seeing Mr. T get in and I wanted to hear his stories and he kept talking about his mama and I loved it. And he kept going back to his mama, you know, my mama, this is my mom. And I thought, thank you. It was great. And he was just oh, being Mr. T. And sure. eventually he got, uh, you know, the superstar Kane, he, he had to come out and actually give him the hook because he was taking too long. Uh, but, he was just so proud to be there, and his mom was in the front. It just, it was great. I loved That's it, awesome. and I absolutely well deserved because if he wasn't part of that WrestleMania one, we might not be at WrestleMania forty right now. So, 
Isn't right? that WrestleMania 40? Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's I remember I'll be there next year in Philadelphia, the home yes. of Rocky Balboa, the home I... of WrestleMania 40 and 15. I was there too. So I want to see a big, a big trellis over top of the ring. And I want to see a big ring over top of Rocky ring with the Italian <laughs> stallion and the Rocky statue. I they got to do something steps. with that, right? I want to see the Liberty Bell. I want to see it all. Oh, they no. got, I remember watching, you know, Hogan and uh, Ultimate Warrior. That's my favorite too. Yeah. All those, all those guys just, you know, people could say what they want, whatever went on behind the scenes, the real arguments, the, the, not the real or whatever happened. Yeah. I don't care. The entertainment value is just off the charts on all that stuff. It absolutely, it, it, it really is. Stacy, before we start talking about collections or do you want to go right into collections? You take it where you want to go. Yeah, I wanted you to tell us a story about how you got. Uh, oh, I'm oh, sorry. I'll two get seconds. Two seconds. Just tell us about Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. How, what made you decide that? What did it start? Oh, thank you for uh, putting it up there. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, we that. want to send wrestling fans your way. Tell us all about that. Yeah, and uh, we're not right. We're not wrong. We're just fans. That's what we always say. And it's yeah. it starts with wrestling, but you, we talk about a lot of different things. You know, when we had Michael and we talked about Rocky and we talked about boxing and we talked to yeah, uh, mm -hmm. his tour and, and we have uh, other people and we have professional wrestlers, we have motivational speakers, we have uh, mm -hmm. musicians, anybody who basically, now we, the dirty and the ugly part. Now it sounds kind of negative, but it's not. So I, we came up, we were coming up with nicknames to have as personalities on the podcast. And we were like, well, you know, why don't we call me Dirty Mike? Because if you're going to call yourself the big ugly, the big ugly connotation yes. to it, I'm going <laughs> to call myself Dirty Mike. And it's going to it's going to work because it's got it's got a ring to it and it works. So yeah. one of my aliases being Dirty Mike and seven years now we've been doing this. And wow. actually, I just found this morning and this is just random coincidence that they they rate um, professional wrestling podcast WWE podcast and they've been doing it for years and they have a top 30 list which always comes out once a year and we've always kind of been in and out of that list but now we're in the top 10 we're number eight um and that's just wow. amazing we've got the reach all over the world so mike we're, we're getting you that podcast is still actually streaming around the world too and there's so many different places you can see it and it's just fantastic so thank you for asking for that and dirty ugly wrestling podcast it's soundcloud itunes stitcher tune in radio and anywhere where you can find podcasts you just google dirty ugly wrestling podcast and yeah. you're gonna find it and we're gonna talk pro wrestling we're gonna have we're, we're gonna talk everything that you can talk about and uh we might be talking about rocky again soon because <laughs> it's just all kinds of stuff to talk about listen i don't want to brag what did you say you were in the top number 10 eight number eight out of the top 30 that's a big in, deal in the whole year that's pretty right. good that uh, now i i just want to go on record i want to i'm going to toot our own horn okay stay toot the horn i'm going to say it <laughs> What? We we are number out of two hundred thousand podcasts on Rocky. We are number one hundred and eighty-five thousand. How do you like that, huh? First of all, there are two hundred thousand podcasts about Rocky. Uh, in yeah. my mind, there's sure. one. It's called the Rocky Files Podcast. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank Mike. you, my friend. <laughs> hey, yo, it's not how hard you hit. It's about how hard you, yeah, you know what I mean. It's, I hear you, brother. It ain't, yeah. I hear you, Go my out friend. and get what you're worth. <laughs> you're better Try than it. that. Better than that. Yes. Oh, man. Don't I forget love to this. say hello to your mother. <laughs> Anyway, I love that. That's your voice. I don't want to break into your. Oh, no, man, it's better you when you do it. I was Every doing it all the whole time when I was in the band with you. I couldn't <laughs> you not were. do it. That's you what know, that's, we were doing. That's the thing. When I get tours, especially with a fan like yourself, it makes me want to come home and watch 
the movie again right or go rent it on streaming or go buy the blu-ray or the dvd box set right it, it's DVD right box set baby. Yeah, nice. that's what these tours do for me they make me want to go back and watch the movie again after driving around the streets of uh, uh balboa land i mean it's mm -hmm. just it, it really is it's just incredible to me so uh, but anyways uh stace go ahead go ahead pick no, up i, I wanted to i wanted to all the stuff you've done is really pretty cool i'm gonna throw up a picture here you're gonna tell me about it ready here we go you're gonna throw up a picture and you're gonna tell me about it let's see oh footlocker well, referee, I mean, I can't get away with that, yeah. But um, no, that is uh, that is one of my first promo picks from being a professional wrestling referee. Right. Um, and that started in 2012. Unofficially, I was doing it several years ago unofficially, um, but that's when I, I actually got my actual license. You have to get a license for that nice. in Maryland. And um, mm -hmm. they, they took, I was a little heavier at that point in time. So I, I, I did a little Rocky two to Rocky three. I dropped some weight. Um, you know, I look like a middleweight now, but no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then well, I don't know. But about I that. like this. Go back to that one picture sure. again, Stace. Yep. Okay. Here's the thing I want to say. Okay. Take it down again. So, okay. uh, here's the thing you you have a passion for wrestling. Yeah. And for whatever reason you feel, you know, maybe you're not going to be the next Hulk Hogan. Right. Maybe you're not going to be the next macho man, ultimate warrior, but what can you be? Yeah. You can be a ref in that world. Look at you going out and legitimizing it and following a passion. That is what I love about fans like you. That is what I love about this Rocky series that motivates people to go and do things like that. Yeah. Like, like, do you realize, Mikey, how big that is? To I love it. I have a great time. I got a passion for it. Everything I do, I don't do anything half-assed. So yeah, that right, first right. picture, that referee picture. Um, yeah, I got to be a referee in so many different organizations and work with so many different people. And then the other picture that she threw up there for a minute, yeah. the black and white picture, that's uh, me uh, being a ring announcer. And I was actually announced, you know, and now being a ring announcer for the evening, here's Mikey D. And then I came out and I just, you know, Jeez. there I am. And um and that's I've done that in so many different organizations. I, I still love do it. it. It's a ten years plus now, and yeah, I mean, you can do. There's so many different places. Like I'm not going to be physically a professional wrestler. However, I have had one match, at, at one sanctioned official professional match, <laughs> as the referee ring announcer versus the wrestler who was bullying him, and I did win, and I am undefeated. In that world. And uh, I'll have to send you guys that video. I'll I was going to say, video. picture, um, video, send it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got my I got my teeth kicked down my throat. I got knocked out, but I won. And uh, it was referees sticking up for referees. There was a whole storyline. Somebody made a wow. poster with said it had a McDonald's logo on it, but it said Mikey D. I mean, this is just this is beautiful stuff. I love that business. And if you want to get into that business, you know, not only listen to my podcast, but just anywhere you can find the right professional wrestling school and uh, they'll teach you everything. And there's thing, there's commentary, there's ring set up, there's construction, there's sound, there's back there. There's so many different things you can do. Yeah. You got to send that. We're going to, we're going to cut that in. I'll, oh I'll, yeah. I'll send it. It's a short video. You can take clips out of it if, if, if you want, but uh, yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun. That was almost seven years ago now, but I still, every time that memory comes up, I'm like, yeah, I got to share this. This is beautiful.
Who is that? Um, yeah, you'll never notice even if I take this hat off. It, no, nobody can put that one and me together. But uh, I was that was my not true, not true. Senior. When I saw that, I was like, look at those eyes. That's twenty one Jump Street right there. Yeah, right? Buddy, that yeah. was uh, that was my senior high school pork uh, in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, wow. Nice. And then I got a couple more. Oh, All right, I know yeah. that place. So you know you know this place, Mike. So I'm sure you've been by there. So uh, you know, right in front of the gift shop. And I had this. I was looking at that. I was like, snap a photo. I'm like, you got it, buddy, and I will. Um, <laughs> and, and my friend Chad snapped a photo of that. And you can um, see he's got the blue towel even around his neck, and uh, he's wearing the uh, uh, the the fit uh, the you know the, the tape and all that. Tape, yeah. That's great. But it's almost what I'm wearing right now, I, and the high tops and all that. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Universal, uh, Planet Hollywood, Hollywood baby. Orlando. And um, that's great. My best friend, Chris, and I'm like, you got to definitely get a picture of this. And he's in punch mode. So what am I going to do? There's a big uh, stanchion around it. So I'm going to have to do something. He punched <laughs> me in the face. So <laughs> got to do that. That's fantastic. Great. I uh, love that. That's our last one. And hey, yeah. you know, the first Classic. time that I got to uh, visit the Rocky Steps, it was raining. It was October. Um, but man, I'll tell you what. I, I was there. I had a great time. I ran up the steps listening to my iPod with the earbuds in, listening to the end of Gonna Fly Now. And uh, right up that when the, when the song ramps up, I was like, all right, I got to get uh, this is how long I have to get up the steps because I have to be at the steps at when the time the crescendo happens. So right. I can be like this. And uh, I did it. So nice. that's great. Nice. Heck yeah. <laughs> that's great. My God. So show us the stuff. I know you have a lot of stuff lined yeah, up. What do you got? DVDs. What do you got? Um, he showed you the DVD. So of course, Rocky, the musical, um, 
gotta gotta have the soundtrack for that and uh, i never got to see it on broadway but it, the rights are available and i did see it at toby's dinner theater in columbia maryland and um love wins that's what i'll tell you love that's, wins uh, oh, yeah. what a fantastic story and uh the, the guy the guy and the girl playing rocky and adrian were fantastic so i love the music um and i love the throwback to the first rocky movie it all was fantastic now of course i've got the uh 40th anniversary edition of the Rocky Balboa figure. Um, kind of kind of a little wide in the waist area. Maybe that's for the belt. I don't know. I'm never going to take this out. But it's uh, <laughs> the Rocky Three kind of deal. And I like this as well. It's a pretty cool um, wow. edition of the... Nice. Uh, and I got the little hanger so I can hang it on the wall. Nice. Uh, this is just a short, short list of things. And I've had most of this series um of rocky one two three four five all that balboa nice. but this is the one i wanted to show because thunder lips baby in the flesh yeah baby. in the flesh baby you know, <laughs> i love ultimate it male versus and the ultimate meatball that's meatball. right i got it all on there and i love the love that whole deal and i can go back and watch any rocky movie at any time but anytime that particular scene happens to be on i just yes. i have to watch it all the way through i can't stop um and if they ever if any like tv station ever puts a commercial in the middle of that right. i will write you to them, them and say no you got you need it from the opening billboard where it says rocky versus thunderlips to the end when they take the picture at least don't put right. any commercials in the middle of that right 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 Sometimes charity really hurts, you know. <laughs> oh. Love that scene. I Rocky Three is my favorite, so I I love just the way he jumps on his back. <laughs> that is like my favorite. Like yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch that in there too. It's so beautiful. Awesome. You know, in Rocky Three, now with these 4K Blu-rays and so on, you can and with DVDs, you can pause it. And you know, if you, these flat screen TVs, mm -hmm. if you pause it. You will see that sly stunt guy, and you'll also see the men holding like a six-inch thick blue mat that he gets thrown into in the audience. And you have to say, like, like sometimes a little bit of the, the magic gets taken out of it because when it happens in, in the blink of an eye, you don't notice that stuff. But now when we go back and nut jobs like Mikey and myself, we go back, <laughs> we look at these things over and over and over and scrutinize. We're like, ah, look at that. That's so awesome. But then it also it's it's like, you know, realizing Santa has helpers. And so it's like, ah, well, all right. If anybody knew how to do it, it was Sly. Oh, totally. And I tell you what, he did it right. Yeah. Uh, and, and with that, that scene makes that movie uh, start off on the right foot. I mean, right. yeah, just beautiful thing. And I know you told me on the tour that they had possibly were going to do like a callback to that where uh, Thunderlips was a long time down the road and yeah. Thunderlips was going to be uh, on the screen or something for a very short period of time, just a throwback to it. I'm like, you know what? If they did it, I would. You might be okay with it, but I'm okay if they don't because yeah, right, leave, it, right, right. leave it just where it is. It's perfect. You know, one of the things you you uh, we tend to hear on uh, we hear so many of these movie rumors and we hear a lot about um, uh, what was going to happen, deleted scenes and so on. And I, I think it's it's the one thing I've learned is never to second guess uh, Stallone. Mm. I, I think the guy just. Uh, especially when it comes to Rocky. I know a lot of people will say, oh, Mike should have second guessed them on Rocky five, but Rocky five is really uh, an anomaly. A lot of things happen that just the gel wasn't right. If right. Sly was the director, I believe it would have been better. 
John Avildsen was not the man he once was. He had lost a step or two. And that's not to say anything bad about John Avildsen. My God, he put together Rocky and gave it to us in, in, in Musso. But I'm just saying facts are facts. You know, that he was not the same guy. You know, Sly might not have been as... He, he maybe he didn't assert his dominance or assert his will a, as much as maybe he now regrets not doing. He 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 really wishes he did. And and I know he wants to re recut Rocky Five, uh, more of a director's cut or or a work print cut. I know because there's a lot of deleted scenes out there that are in the vault that most people have not seen. And uh, I just little I mean, Marie, little Marie, the whole little Marie thing. What <laughs> yeah. a debacle that was. She was a horrible actress, Joni yeah. Latifa, and they had to take her out because you know it was just a way to shoehorn in screw you creepo out front of Mike uh, Mickey's gym. Mm -hmm. But uh, I still want to see that, even though the scene wasn't that good. I think fans would like to see that, but. I, would. I wanted I you to take me to a couple spots in Rocky Five movie, and you were like, "Oh, oh not a lot of people ask for that." And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. "You know me, I want to go by. I want to go by the the, the church. I want to oh, go yeah. by the, the schoolyard. I want to oh, go yes. see it all." And I was like, "Man, this is great." I could you believe, Mike? I've had people on tours tell me, "Man, we're not interested in Rocky Five locations." Hey, really? I know Rocky walked his kid here to the hole in the fence. Yeah. He comes around Goodness. the corner with him and Paulie. It's just the home of the original Tom Hogan shed. Yeah. Man, right. I'm new here, dad. <laughs> and so again, I mean, you know, all these. Blight, Irvin Blight. Irvin Blight, you know. <laughs> I, I love, love these it. Things. No, I want to see, I wanted to see as much as you could show me and as, yeah. as much time as I was like, you know what? I got to come back and take this tour again and we can go on other locations. There was a couple we, that we didn't go to or we couldn't go to. Yeah. 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 I understand. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, like Paulie's house, Paulie and Adrian's house from the first movie in Rocky Five. Again, that house is completely changed. Mm. If you were to stand in front of that, you'd be like, what am I looking at here? It, it doesn't look anything remotely like it in the movie. Uh, plus, it's in <laughs> it's in the real bad section. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we still get around. We still get around. It was great. It was a great tour, and I've been I've been pushing that to everybody that I know. Actually, matter of fact, you. even this past weekend, I took that tour almost six months ago, and somebody came up to me that I haven't seen in a nearly a year. It's like, man, I saw you posted all that stuff and all those pictures. It's like, I got to take that tour. I'm like, yes, you do, oh, and you need awesome. to contact Mike, and here's <laughs> yeah, the way to do it. And you know, you got to get on his list, and he'll he'll work with your schedule. You know, but he's he gets booked up quickly, and uh, I, and rightfully so. But yeah, absolutely, brother. That, oh, that is man. a fantastic thing. I, I can't thank you uh, enough for that. I, I really can't. Stacy, what else we got for him? You know, I love some of my favorite stories is the moments that people use a Rocky quote or a Rocky scene. They're in the middle of some very personal thing. I know I've done it. I've done it at work when I didn't know quite how to make my point. I've literally pulled quotes right out of the movie and delivered them like it was part of my own point at work. Um, oh, yeah. Have you ever done that? Tell us about a moment like that. I'm sure I have, and I'm sure I've done it so many times and probably in the voice that it was intended. Um, you know, and I pulled out all the characters. You know, if he dies, he dies. You know, I don't, I don't know where I'd be using that. Probably when I was watching the news or something like that. And it's like, if yeah, he dies, yeah. he dies. You know, whatever. But um, nobody owes nobody nothing. You owe yourself. I know yeah. I've used that a hundred times. Um, all I want to do is go to distance, you know. Yeah. I, I could tell you, uh, you know, some of these that, that come out of nowhere, like some of them, maybe one day you could punch out your pop. Uh, <laughs> that was a Polly quote. By the way, happy birthday, Polly, because we're recording yeah. this. One, yeah. I don't know if you already said that probably on the 83rd yeah. birthday of Burt Young. So, yeah, we just had his birthday. Yeah, we did a little thing the other day about that. Well, I, I will 
follow that up with happy birthday, Pauling. Happy nice. birthday, Pauling. You know, nice. <laughs> the robot. Was it parked outside in the driveway? You know, that's no, nah, that's not it. I, and I love the robot. I know, I know, I know the Rocky Four cut. Anyway, no. By the way, the director's cut was pretty darn good. I did enjoy that uh, thoroughly because it's a different, different set of eyes. Um, I'm glad we have two. Time, Let, let's so. talk about Rocky Four for a second. Yeah. I'm actually glad we have obviously the original. I'm I'm very grateful for that. But I, I'm glad that we have a little more serious take on the character I, I i do like that it was always something sly was more intended to go with but again it it's you've got two parts there if you want to go original with a little more lighthearted, it's rocky four original but if you want to go a little more serious well you got the director's cut and oh yeah i just think what i i've said this before i'll say it again my favorite moment is when we hear rocky and adrian are hugging inside about him leaving and we hear paulie say come on the meat is running <laughs> we were all with paulie yeah for decades re-watching time. rocky four we all stood along the limo with paulie looking up at the window and in my mind we see adrian and rocky there and millions of us are out front of that window yep now we know what was happening inside exactly. and mm -hmm. that's very cool that was very smart yeah see him behind the, the the wall yeah yeah I yeah absolutely love that i loved the director's cut i loved rocky four i mean i just i would for me i wanted to keep everything that was ever in the first rocky four and just add all the new stuff i don't care if it ended up being over two hours there's no such thing as a rocky movie that's too long just Correct. add it all into what was already there that's that and that was only. my first favorite yeah. Rocky because it was the first one I was introduced right. to. Yeah. And right. I had no problems with it. And, and because I was seven or eight years old, I bought into the whole, um, you know, as far as the building up to the fight and yes. Apollo dying and then the training montages and yes. going over to Russia. No sparring, you know, I, I, all the stuff in Russia, Wyoming, wherever you want to call it. I was, I right. loved all of it. And, um, you know, leading up to that big fight, um, and the big fight feel, Ivan Drago, a man with an entire country in his corner, and that the music that came out with the light that came out of the tunnel, and he's walking down. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of that movie that I would love for till the day I yeah. am not here yeah. anymore. So, of course. Beautiful. It's a lot stuff. of people's first Rocky. Yeah. yeah. Mid 80s, like, I mean, especially, you know, yeah. in the times that we're all in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I would not mind seeing different cuts of any of the Rocky movies just to yeah. see different. Uh, views of what Stallone could have or would have wanted to do. Um, five would be the, the main one because, yeah. of, like you said, John was the one that did most of that or all of it. And yeah, yeah. we didn't see it from Sylvester Stallone's point of view. But if we do, we might uh, get some more insight. And that, yeah, great stuff. What, what do you think about a Rocky prequel? An eight series Rocky prequel where Rocky Stallone covers Rocky's life around 15 yeah. years old with the backdrop of the sixties. And we see how he and Gaza were, uh, 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 stepbrothers. He meets Paulie, Mickey, Adrian for the first time. Wouldn't that be amazing? I would love it. Uh, this is kind of where the many saints of Newark and the Sopranos kind of met for me. And I, I, mm. I watched the many saints of Newark and I'm like, this is only two hours long. This is too short. I want more. Yeah. I want an entire series devoted to this. But if we saw that the prequel to Rocky and Stallone was the one that put his signature on it, let's yeah. do it. Well, yeah. I, and you bring up a really good point here because uh, Sue and I are huge Soprano fans, huge mm. Soprano fans. You ever talk about that? Let me on because I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So uh, with the gobble the, ghoul. You know, sorry. The I mean. problem, <laughs> the problem that we had 
And, and it wasn't because I was open to a story, whatever they wanted to say. They're doing the race riots in, in uh, New Jersey. Okay. Well, the problem why I think it got a lot of negative views uh, or people complained about it, not that it was bad in and of itself, it was good storytelling. Mm -hmm. But I think fans wanted, you know, they wanted more Silvio, they wanted yeah. more Polly Walnuts, they wanted more a puss, they wanted all these things that, you know, we only got a snippet of it. Yep, yep. A I said I wanted a whole whole series, whole mini series, whole docuseries. I wanted the whole thing. And I wonder why Chase went that way. Like I know it was about Dickie Maltasanti and how he was the inspiration behind Christopher and all these yeah. things. And then we learned that Junior, Uncle Junior, he kills Dickie Maltasanti. Like yeah. you know all these interesting things. But I just wonder why Chase didn't go down more of the what the fans wanted from the you know i don't know i'm not sure i mean there was little bits and pieces that you gotta just jam into that two hour you know if they figured they were only going to do one movie and not the whole thing maybe if they had the time uh and you know the leeway to do more episodes and make it more episodic instead of just one movie maybe they wouldn't have had to bookend it with the you know the end of the movie being Tony Soprano looking over the coffin and playing that music in the background, which is great. I would fantastic, but that's kind of like, okay, here's where our story stops. Go watch the Sopranos now. And why not do, even like HBO, you mean to tell me if Chase got Terrence Winter himself and a few other of the writers brought them back to do a four, a three episode deal on HBO, just a three episode deal of the early years of Tony Soprano and the crew. When they were young men. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That would <laughs> set the world on fire. Sure fire! I mean, it would be incredible. Oh, I that don't know would, what. The Rocky uh, intro docuseries. All of it would all set of the it. world on fire. Beautiful. I'm, 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 I'm very hopeful. You know, uh, every once in a while when this subject comes up in a, in a message between uh, me and Sylvester, you know, it, there's a lot, there's hope in his words that, yeah you know, it will happen. Uh, he, he really, really is interested in this and Jesus, I think it would be so much better than what's on TV today. I mean, <laughs> we have some good stuff on TV today, but I think this would really complement it. it. Am Amazon would have it on there. Yes. Uh, thing, right. Stace. Uh, it would break the internet. It would break every stream, <laughs> whatever streaming platform it was on. I mean, he's already in with Paramount it. plus why not keep yes. going Tulsa keep King, going. the Stallone, uh, you know, reality show coming out. Why right. not just keep going? All I heard it, on man. Paramount that the, the day before Tulsa King came out, it was their most downloaded or their most signups. For, oh yeah. For, I, mean, I will it, tell you, I actually, that's what finally got me into doing paramount plus right. for the yearly plan which right. was tulsa king there was a couple other things yeah great but man tulsa king stallone's working as hard now as he ever did yeah and uh i love you know pretty much everything yeah. he does for one reason or another so uh and that's what i told you too michael in, in a tour i'm a stallone fan you know pretty much everything right. yeah. he's been in all the way back to you know stop or my mom will shoot or going right. further back uh, you know it's, it's yeah beautiful stuff man hey listen i love rhinestone i was talking about rhinestone the other day i mean my God. i loved rhinestone i remember loving rhinestone when i was a kid drinkenstein stay yes. out of my bedroom oh i mean i love that movie i really yes. do it get, and that no, movie gets a significant amount of hate but i love rhinestone i i always have 
you Stacey, know. Stacey, be- before we let Mikey get out of here, what else do you oh, have? I gotta for go, him? man. I don't want to. <laughs> hey, what else you got? Hey, that's up to you. What I'll, else you I'll, got? I'll send it to you. What do you got? Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just ready to just keep talking Rocky <laughs> and keep talking Stallone. And I mean, I could, you know, if we turn this camera around, I got to give you a better angle. But I mean, this is, this is in my office. I've got all kinds of baseball, Baltimore Orioles. There's a whole oh, Ultimate neat. Warrior wall over there. I mean, I've got as far as championship title belts. That that Rocky one was one of the last one I got. But as far as pro wrestling up and down uh all the way from the 80s i've got pretty much every professional wrestling That's championship amazing. belt you can think of because i'm a collector that's what i do um wow. now so, I'm, I'm gonna say something here now you can say whatever you want this <laughs> is your show i, I love I, there's something going on in your room that most people watching this are probably not going to know what it's from Uh-oh. now uh this is for people this is for people who are on our live chat right now because it's Thursday and we're doing this pre-recorded, but we're live on uh, on, on That's YouTube. Right. So in the live chats, I just want you guys to look at Mikey's wall. Does anything jump out on his wall? The, we see a, a map, one of those cartoon-looking maps, probably of what? What is that? Baltimore? That's, uh, that's Cooperstown. That's Cooperstown. Uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall yep. of Fame. Right. We got a TV. We got a couple of pictures, a light switch over there. But there's and I'm not going to say anything just yet because I want people to look around and I want to see if you people see what I see, because I have the same picture in my bedroom. All right. Now, now I'm going to just keep talking and see Stacy. You probably don't know what I'm talking about either. I don't. I'm I know. It's, it's OK. I... Don't be. It's, it's not a test. I won't point at it or anything. I will. So, I'll, I'll wait. You, you're bril- you're building the suspense. I'm building the suspense. So. I was born in a little town north of Philadelphia. It's called Scranton, Pennsylvania. And Scranton is famous for a lot of things. Oh, I know. Okay. But uh, what I'm talking about is a little TV show most people haven't (laughs) heard of, or maybe the world has heard of, called The Office. (laughs) And the secretary, Pam, she is this budding artist. And she has an art show one night. And she draws the outside of the office and which is that building right over Mikey's right shoulder, high up on the wall, that very painting a picture. You know, I have the same thing. And that's a huge thing in the office world, a huge thing. So what is it with you in the office? How have you come to love this show? Um, I tell you, I started watching it way when it first came around and it didn't come out too fast enough for me. I needed more. It, it, and it was nine season. It was great. I love Steve Carell, but I love everybody else yeah. that does their thing on there. And Scranton, PA is not too far away from where I am in Baltimore either. So uh, actually, that's the same trip on that wall. So as we were heading out of Baltimore, going up to Cooperstown, we had to stop at Scranton and we had to go. Uh, to the mall where the actual Scranton welcomes you sign is. We mm-hmm. had to go um, to uh, a couple of locations that were in the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had to go to the restaurant where the, where the store was. Um, and Cooper's. Uh, that's right. Cooper's. And uh, I, I, we had to go to a couple other places that, uh, you know, we're in the show. We're not in the show. We're mentioned in the show. And uh, I got that um, because that just made it, I've watched that show too and watch it as they end the entire series and they just go back to that picture on the wall. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, whether it's an office, it's a home. So you build a home somewhere, whether it's work, whether it's play, whether, you know, you build a home and that's, that's, that's great. That's just when I was talking, looking at your stuff for the past couple of weeks with the outside of mixed gym, uh, the actual, um, you know, when Stallone even had it in his hands, you know, the whole mixed gym, because I know it's being torn apart and refurbished and everything right now. And, 
man, it's like I want I, I want the professional boxing sign outside. I want uh, I want it all. I want to be able to go in that door and go up those steps and go to Mickey's room. But I know I that's not right. The internal and the external. Are different. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, I know you know that. But I believe it. That That's how I believe it. That's but how I know see, it. But you see, this is what good storytelling is all about. This is why John Avildsen assembled one of the greatest crews in movie history. And it was all of Stallone's words. It was his concept. It was his passion and drive and love. Then you had the actors and you had the music. And, of course, you had the backdrop of Philadelphia. And it all comes together in this amazing, amazing movie that has changed a lot of our lives in a very profound way. And it's just, you know, it, I, I just love being able to reach out to fans like yourself, Mikey. I, I, it means the world to me. Thank you. It means the world to me that you do what you do and you both do and you know, what you do and Stacy and your whole team there. Thank you. And thank you for keeping this art form and this history and this story and this legacy going. Um, and because it can continue to grow no matter how much Stallone does or what he wants to put out that, yeah. you know, just keep it going. Then there's always somewhere to dig. There's always something else to see. There's always something else to talk about. You can go back so many times and get something new out of it every yes. single time. Yes. That's amazing. Stacy, before we let him go, any last uh, questions you got for him? That's, I was going to just expand on what you're saying because when you watch it as a kid and when you watch it when you're older, what hits as a kid and what hits as an adult, it's, it's a brand new movie, brand new scenes that you sort of just glazed over when you were 10, kind of punch you in the face when you're 50. You know, I, that I love. That's what makes it timeless. And no, I appreciate. I just appreciate your excitement. You're you're just what a fun conversation you've been. And I and Mike's point, especially, I love you love wrestling and you're in you're in that bubble. I love Rocky. I love Stallone. I, he's not my BFF, but I wanted to get inside somehow. Yeah. So so you're doing that with the wrestling. Oh, I'll not. get you in. I'll get you in. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> you, you, you all, both of you can come on my show anytime you want to have the availability. We'll get you in the, in the world of professional wrestling. That'll oh, be fun. Except, except for my kid being born. I don't have kids. But except for my kid being born, this is the greatest night in the history of my life. <laughs> See that? Wow. So, anyway. All right, Mikey, you are on a business trip. <laughs> for professional wrestling you're out in los angeles oh okay it's, it's been decades after the events at nakatomi plaza you are <laughs> in the elevator going up and as the elevator opens sylvester stallone is in this elevator and you now have a 30 second ride with him what do you say to him i say thank you for inducting hulk hogan into the wwe <laughs> hall of fame nice i say thank you for giving me 40 plus years of entertainment and I also say, you know what? Yo, Adrian, we did it. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. Perfect. Perfect. I was at 30 seconds. I could go for further, but he'd probably right? put me back in the elevator, push the button, and send me back down. Hold you, you in know. there. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, that's, that's how funny. I'll that's how I'll top it off. But yeah, let's let's do this again. My show, Absolutely. your show. Let's do it on yeah, your floor. I like let's that. Do it everywhere. That sounds like fun to me. It really does. Mikey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come here, getting dressed up, or maybe this is your everyday attire. Either way, I love it. I wash it. This is uh, what I wash. The mask, you know, I go back to it. This is what's disposable, but it's got the right. colors on it. So, I love yeah, it, my friend. I, I will. It's sweat clothes. It's comfortable. You know, I don't right. I don't feel like a Kentucky Fried Idiot right that's now. That's right. That's right. But <laughs> that's thank right. you guys for everything you do as well. This has been thank a blast. Thank you.
Thank you, my friend. And as we always say, keep keep punching. punching. I was gonna say it, but I knew you were coming. But uh, I, keep uh, punching. Oh man, thank, thank you, you so my much. Friend. Take care. Bye bye. Now, you see, that's what I call class, okay? Oh, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. yeah I'd go on that podcast with him. My, we, should, like, we should go on. My cheeks hurt from smiling so hard. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. He, he yeah. was, I knew I knew he had good energy. He was really fun on the tour. He he really had that uh, energy that just kind of recycles itself. It just, it, it, no, not recycles itself. What It builds on itself. Yes. So like, yes. like he. He's like a little engine, and it keeps going, and it building, yeah. and building, and yeah, building. Magnifies, magnifies. Exactly, yes, exactly. Yes. And that's the type of energy I love, and I appreciate that because that's how yeah. I get at times. <laughs> and it can be overwhelming to someone who's not used to that type of energy. You know, that's big, big energy to harness and, and move around. So uh, I just a uh, big shout out to him, man. Thank yeah. you so much for coming. Out. Well, that's the kind of energy we want here. <laughs> this exactly. Is where this is where you can do all that. <laughs> You know, so. exactly. Now, listen, Stacy. we had a few other topics that we, we normally were at. We were going out of order here because right. you and I were gabbing as we were setting things up here. And we realized, <laughs> oh, it's like three minutes to one or to two. It's OK. We have to go and do our interview. So, uh, OK, uh, like I said, um, uh, I don't I didn't say anything. Let me rewind that. <laughs> so, Stacy, uh, yesterday it came out that. They're going to, uh, well, it was a confusing title, to tell you the truth. I yeah. read some headlines that said Stallone with another writer is rebooting Cliffhanger. Right. Now, w when I hear rebooting Cliffhanger, yeah, I think remake. And right. I think, well, you, why remake that? You can't, you know. But then I read some other articles that said, no, no, they are. it's a sequel. Okay. So I, uh, I'd like to hear from Sly and see what. Is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? What's he doing? But he is going to be involved with it. Now, right. I don't know if he's playing Gabe Walker. Yes. I don't need. Oh, is he? Yeah. They said reprising his role. Reprising they, yes. his role. Okay. okay. I didn't read every article that came out. Okay. Now, I knew 15 years ago, 20 years ago, they wanted to build do a sequel where he was going to go to a dam. Oh. Gabe Walker in some type of a dam situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was happening. A natural disaster, what more terrorists? I don't know what it was. They said reprising his role as Gabe Walker, and it's a terrorist scenario. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. That could be that could be interesting. So I mean, you know, here we are. You're you're never it's never too late. I mm -hmm. mean, my God, they're doing that. Then he was talking about Frank Grillo doing um Nighthawks, redoing Nighthawks. <laughs> I mean, the only thing is like like Nighthawks could work. I love Nighthawks. But, it, but yeah. if Sly's not in it, to me, it just becomes another police drama. Right? Like there's there's 90 medical dramas on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. And, what you, mean. you know what I mean? And and I'm really not putting it, it's not that I'm putting it down. So I don't want people to take it as that. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's just gonna be another cop show. And, and the guy will be called Deke da Silva and his Partner will be Matthew Fox. I think that was Billy mm -hmm. D. Williams' name in it. Mm -hmm. And there'll be New York cops going on things. Ah, but you see, and, and Frank Grillo is a fine actor. I've seen him in a few things, and oh. I, I like him. I mm -hmm. think he's really good. But I don't know without Sly in the role. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, does does Sly play the – maybe he plays the captain. 
Is he involved though? Is he involved? Is he writing it, directing it? Or is he, I know he's involved, uh, but I don't know how. Well, see, this is so that's the thing. You know, we talk about you know don't. If you have the Stallone instinct in there and you find the right actor, I still think it could work. Just yeah, because yeah. what he brings is right. there. I don't know. And I love Nighthawks. I I think that was a very well done movie. So yes, it's about finding the right actor. But I, and we said it before we even started recording. All of Generation X wants to see this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Good whether point. you whether you redo it, whether you expand on it, whether you do the prequel to it, or something in the middle of it i don't care if it's yeah if it's the rocky topic rambo topic night right. cliffhanger yeah. anything stallone that he wants to redo or expand on you have an entire generation that is going to go yeah totally and, totally yeah and so. you know and, and we also we've seen this stacy quite a lot um we see parents family friends passing it on to the next generations yes. as well. You know, yes. that's another thing that we see, uh, you know, this Rocky thing, we've seen it over and over and over and watching younger, newer generations discover Rocky is yeah. fantastic it's fun. because we say like, Oh, well, you can't wait to see when you see what's ahead of you. You right. know, I mean, it's, it's incredible. So uh, it just, you know, Sly, if you're watching this particular yeah. episode, just keep punching, keep writing, keep doing what it is you're doing. Because uh, I have a hard time seeing you just sitting on the beach eating cashews and no. sipping mai tais. I He's just, not I, stopping. It's I not don't in his think blood. He will. I, I I hope he gets some downtime. Yeah, but I just don't think stopping is in his nature. I, I can't. You know, I've I've watched my parents be retired, and I don't think retirement is is cracked up as everybody thinks it is. And I just, I can't imagine him stopping. I just can't. You know, this is funny. Talk about retirement. I want to do a shout out to my parents. Yeah. I walked in on them uh, the last time I was in and they were doing something very interesting in the downstairs. That's right. They were reenacting movie scenes. And oh. it turns out my mother's gotten into pottery. So she starts working the pottery wheel as my father was <laughs> reenacting the Patrick Swayze scene from Ghost. <laughs> And they've got the Righteous Brothers playing in the background. I said, what the hell is going on? And here? you didn't hit record? You don't have a clue? No, I should have. I I was I was shocked into into unspeakable incoherency because I, I didn't know what was going on. And Where I just going? I didn't know what was going on. No, that didn't really happen. But I will say, uh, you bring up a really interesting point about retirement because I do see my parents. Uh, enjoying their retirement, whether it means light afternoon shopping and a lunch at Cooper's somewhere, whether it's reading, gardening, golfing, taking as many multiple naps throughout the day as you would like to. And, and it's, it's, um, it, it's interesting. And, and I think well-deserved uh, for, uh, for my parents. So where am I going with all of this, Stacy? Well, no, I just, I don't know. I, <sighs> And I suppose it's different. It also depends on your funds. But yeah, I the reports that I get from most of my friends whose parents are retired, that they yeah. are bored to death. You know what I'm saying? And, and Sly cannot sit around and be bored. He'd be he'd be so antsy pantsy. He'd be out yeah. of his mind. Yeah. There's no way. He has too much to get. I've said it a thousand times. That man has to live to 100 years old. I decided that years ago. He cannot. He he can't go anywhere until he's at least 100. We need a whole century out of whatever <laughs> He can well, put out there, <laughs> you know, his parents well into their nineties. And I'm yes. sure 
he takes as good a care of himself as he can. So, yes. you know, slide, don't go anywhere. Yeah. No. We, we, uh, we <laughs> still need you, pal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Michael. All, All right. right. 74. I 74. Think we've wrapped it up and put a bow on it. I think so. I've done rambling. I've ram Oh, look at that. Listen, speaking of rambling, I wrote a little book called Cue the Rocky Music, okay? And cue as in press the button, press play. Right. And this is what I would do. I would listen. I had audio recorded the Rocky movies, and I would listen to them on my Walkman. Every time I tried out for high school football, I would go on a date, or I would get a new job. I would listen to the Rocky music. And even today, when I have some overwhelming thing in front of me that I don't think I can do, I listen to the Rocky music. So get the book. It's where anywhere where books are sold. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Uh, there's a little documentary about my life by Jimmy Toscano out of Detroit and his crew is called the pretender. There it is. This is incredible. Uh, this documentary, you know, when you put yourself out there, you're, you're, uh, uh, going to be judged and it's going to be good, bad, and indifferent. So I'm glad we did it. It's changed my life for the better and uh, go check it out. It's on streaming everywhere except Netflix because Netflix, <laughs> I don't know. They missed the train. But <laughs> hey, Netflix, you can pick it up anytime here. Yo. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> That's right. Just saying, duh. Uh, anyway, Stacy, where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at the Rocky Files and at Had Me at Yo because nice. that's true, and also on Facebook at the Rocky Files Podcast. That is so awesome. That's that's amazing. It really is. I mean, here we are wrapping up seventy four. Yep. Seventy four. Seventy five is next week. Yes. And and just and we're still going to take a two week uh, hiatus in June. Yes, unless yes. we somehow find a way to film two other episodes on top that's of what true. we're already doing. That's so true. either either way, okay. But that's later. We'll talk about that when we get to June. But there's yeah, a potential two week vacation happening. I'm just preparing vacation in quotes. Right? Oh, you're not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Stacy, I love seeing your smiling face, my friend. You too. Too. Thanks, Keep buddy. I'll see you in a week. Okay. See you next week. Keep punching, buddy. Keep punching.